Hello and welcome to the 9320 podcast. Uh, I'm Lloyd Scragg and this is a transfer special on the morning of uh, um, the Bernardo Silva news that sent everyone into absolute meltdown uh, on a Friday too, so perfect timing given the weather and everything. Um, so yeah, joining me today I've got uh, Sam Lee from Goal. How are you mate? Bit of a manic moment. Uh, yeah. yeah, very manic, yeah, great. I was hoping to get a bit of sunbathing in, catch a few rays, but you know, City are throwing a spanner in the works as ever. Oh, but very time. good, very good. Adrenaline flowing. No, definitely. And then I've also got um, Stefan Borson, who I know is bouncing around in excitement at this news. How are you doing? As Stefan? always. Yeah, you know me. Always bouncing around. No, very exciting. They are good. Well, they sound like uh, good good steps in the right direction. No, definitely. Um, I think it's taken everyone a bit by surprise. Okay, so um, yeah, let's just, may as well just get straight to it. I'll, um, I'll give you the floor, Sam. Do you want to just, yeah, just tell us what you know about um, Bernardo Silva deal? Uh, yeah, um, well, I mean, obviously, uh, there was there was rumours going around on Twitter and I think on the Blue Moon Forum, probably before I'd even um, switched my phone on this morning, uh, and then the Manchester Evening News said he was in Manchester, and then it just kind of exploded from there. Um, spoke to as many different people as I could. For about 20 minutes, half an hour, it was just blue ticks on WhatsApp and phones going through to answer phone or whatever and nothing coming back. And then all of a sudden, like, everything came through at once people all over the place and a colleague in France, Loic Tanzi, he's our PSG correspondent and he played a, a big role in this. A couple of other journalists I know, a couple of people at the club. So basically it's, well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty rock solid and if it doesn't happen now, it's because something's gone horribly wrong. But Silver is in Manchester and I think there's photographic evidence as well now floating around of him in the airport last night. Um, he is in Manchester, he is at City, um, he's having a medical. Uh, as far as I know, he's going to sign his contract once the medical is completed, don't yet know how long it's going to be, but you know not, it's not going to be three years, is it? It'll be four or five at least. Um, the transfer fee, I think yeah. it might be fifty million euros up front, which is you know early forty million pounds, and then there's going to I think there'll probably be a lot of bonuses added on. Whether it's stuff like you know because. I'm just thinking last time Monaco sold a big player like this was Martial. Yeah. The fee the fee was pretty similar, but then, you know, after what it, 20 odd goals, it was another seven million. After so many appearances, it was another seven million. So I think these there's the chances are these these variables are going to be variables that City will end up paying. So it could end up costing about seven, 70 million pounds, something like that. I mean, 70 million pounds all up in, or euros. A, I think it could be pounds. I think it could be pounds. Um but that would be that would be at the top end, you know, because you know Martial's um, add-on is you know if he if he wins the Ballon d'Or or if he's nominated for the Ballon d'Or or something like that, and it's like I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, it could be seventy million pounds for silver if everything happens. Maybe seventy million euros if some of it happens. But you know, we're still we are still early on, and that was, for now, that's the kind of thing. Yeah, we're that was at. the interesting thing on the Martial one. Because I, I did, I pulled it from the footy leaks, um, from the leak. So read the actual contract. So most of the, although there was one payment that's the Ballon d'Or one, actually the other, the other payments there were all very, very achievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was a, it was a series of quite low, you know, low hurdles. So appearances, low number of goals. You know, so basically they knew they were going to get the fee. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And City won't be the only people wanting silver, will they? So they're not going to let him go for for a low fee. So yeah, yeah I, was, I think I was going to I was going to ask about that actually. Do you do you think this is a case of um, City have just moved really quickly because um, there's obvious interest in the player? I know United 
um, had real interest. Do you think they've basically just gone, there's no way we can't have this guy go somewhere else? Yeah, probably. And I mean, the, we haven't we haven't yet got to the stage of where does he fit in because obviously there's Silver and Gundogan and De Bruyne. But I think it's a it's one of those where he's definitely going to have a role to play next season. But going forward, you know, he could be he could be the next David Silver, couldn't he? And I don't think they wanted to let him go to United or Real Madrid or wherever else. And so there's that element to it. But there's also last season with some of the key signings like Stones and Bravo Stones was just before the season started Bravo was after the first international break didn't have time to bed in they're going to want to get everybody done as soon as possible so I think there's yeah I think it is that I think City just they knew what they needed to do and also they're not going to want any excuses for Guardiola are they they don't want to be in April May next season going uh, we didn't get all the, the signings last summer City are going to do whatever they can this summer to get exactly who they want and I think we're seeing that today where do you where do you see him personally then? Where do you see him fitting fitting in in terms of the team? Just, I, I think he's going to play. Guess, obviously, I think he'll play behind the striker. Um, do you think it'll be more central? Because obviously, I know. Yeah, I do, there are I very, do think... very similar. There are big similarities with Silver, but he is a bit more of a dribbler that likes to come in from the right. Um, yeah, than David Silver. What, yeah, what could happen with that is, I'm going to probably write this this afternoon as well. Some of the clues Guardiola said this season about when he plays Navas at right back it allows the wingers to play inside. And I think what that could happen there is if City get Kyle Walker, who's obviously gets forward as much as Navas and contributes so much more, he's gonna he could be the one going forward providing the width. Silver comes in from the right um, and he links up with Silver De Bruyne in the middle to try and pick holes in the defence. That is, I think that is a, an option as well. I think he could also play behind the strikers as well though. Um, and with Gundogan, um, if he's fit, I wouldn't be surprised if he moved back to that deeper role he was playing at Dortmund. At least, you know, if not all the time, then at least some of the time, because you know that that's another headache sorted. Because if City signed Mendy as well, which I'm sure we'll get to, then are they going to sign Mendy, Fabinho, and Silva all for Monaco? I don't know. No, probably not. But I mean, that well, you know, <laughs> City might be going. Well, you never know. But... but yeah, I, I, I would doubt that as well. But yeah, um, I, I think behind the striker, and yeah, as you mentioned. Um, coming in from the right-hand side, definitely an option there, especially with you know City's fullback targets. They're going to be getting forward a hell of a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Stefan, what are your what are your views on that in terms of where do you see him fitting in? Because I know you're a really big fan of the player. Yeah, no, um, I, I, th- I think it's a long-term replacement, a straight long-term replacement for Silver. So when Silver's out, and also uh, you know, given his age, I think they're looking for uh, over a you know, a, f- a five-year-plus time horizon. I think it's also actually interesting for what does it mean for uh, Gundogan? What does it mean about his fitness and their confidence in his fitness? What does it mean about their confidence in getting Yaya signed for another year? So I think they might, this might play into a number of other stories that we've been, that we've been speculating on. Um, but I think largely it's about signing a player that you know. I, I'm not. I find it hard to believe that he was the priority. No, uh, feels more like, and I know this is a bit of a you know pure speculation, but feels to me more like one that became doable as opposed to one that was absolutely essential for them to do this summer. Strange that we've moved moved so quickly though. If it's the first one. Yeah, but I think I think that goes to it being, you know, 
he's available he's available you know miss the window and you you've missed him so you know there's a price on the table they will sell they've just bought a replacement for him i assume that's what Tielemans is seen as although i, I think uh, sam you say they're looking at somebody else as well um so I monaco think we- monaco looking as for a replacement apparently they were looking for Mares, but i don't think that's going to happen for, as a replacement for silver Oh they're no! Looking, they're looking sorry, at a Marvy, you said a Marvy for Mendy, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know Marvy. Um, yeah, no. Well, I think Tielemans. Then presumably they got Tielemans and then thought they could release yeah. Silver. Um, so I think I think there's a bit of opportunism in there. I just I, I just find it hard to believe that, given everything else that we that's essential, that this was still top of, top of the list, unless there's something we don't know about uh, Gundogan's injury and in, in there their overall confidence that he'll be able to play at the top level next season. No, I agree. I think I think we've we've seen an opportunity and we've seized it. Um, but there's definitely something for, as Guardiola said and Marty Perinal said a few times, that um, in that piece from Chile, um, that Pep fears that you know, and I think Sam said this as well, that we lack a bit, we lack control, um, and someone just to put their foot on the ball a bit more when Gundogan and Silva haven't played. So I think. It's quite obvious that he's coming for for those kind of purposes. Um, just on Gundogan, Sam, have you just quickly have you heard anything about his recovery or any sort of noises about how he's getting on? No, I've not. Um, he he was walking around um, the mix zone after uh, Zabaleta send off after the West Brom game the other week, but no, I've not heard. I've not heard how he's been getting on. Um, no, so simple, simple as that. Really no, that's cool. Too, I just wanted to check. Um, okay, so. Just moving away from moving away from silver, you've obviously penned this morning that you think City have got re- real interest in Mendy, and I've just seen James Ducker as well. She's done a just done a quick piece. Oh, has he? That. Yeah, he has about ten minutes ago. Um, yeah, well, I was told about Mendy a while ago. I think I've I think I've included it in articles. I've never done a Man City want Mendy kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, whenever yeah. I've had to write about transfers, I've I've said he's an option because I was told about it. Six, about six weeks ago, that he's one of the one of the main ones. But with all the Sandro talk as well, that's kind of muddied the waters a bit. And you think, and again, you would say, God, are they going to sign both? And they might, but kind of doubt. Um, but yeah, and then this morning, I was told as part of when I did the first article or the uh, the first draft of the article about Silver, um, M- Mendy was mentioned again, so I put him in as an option. And then about half an hour later, I was told again by. Our, our our guy in France, the PSG correspondent Loic, um, that Mendy's um, definitely an option. Uh, yeah, John, John, and, and Jonathan, Jonathan Smith is Jonathan Smith is also saying Mendy. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I think he's definitely in the frame. So, well, he's definitely potentially in the frame. ahead of Sandro, or you would guess so. You would guess so. I mean, I've always kind of had doubts about Sandro. I, I'm not sure. Again, I, I think I've said this about Aderson, but I mean, the money. Is it? Not so much the money, because um, I think City will spend whatever they need to to get people. But I just think, I mean, it all sprouted up in Portugal, which is fine, because obviously he came from it came from Portugal. Um, there's there's going to be there's, there'd be more than enough people in Portugal who would know the situation. But then as things get picked up, you just wonder, is it being picked up in Italy and and in England because they know, or is it just being picked up because it's like kind of yeah, kind of a, a regurgitating thing? And I don't know, but I just kind of get the feeling that. Sandro probably is a target, but 
Uh, yeah, I'm just not. I'm, well, basically, what I'm saying is, I'm just not sure it's as done as everybody, everybody kind of thinks it is, which is why I mentioned Aderson, because I think Aderson is a target as well. But when Ojogo or Abola or whatever say it's done or it's going to be done, I'm just not sure that it, it's that far down the line. So I think Mendy, well, certainly this morning, it seems like Mendy is more gettable than Sandro, but we're never going to know about Sandro because they've got a Champions League final to play. It's the same kind of thing with Panucci. If there was anything going on there, we're not going to hear about it because you just let him focus on the final, wouldn't you? So that's the kind of situation as it is now, but Mendy's very much in the frame, yeah. I just find it so hard to believe that you'd shift a first-team player from, you know, 26 years old out of Juve right now, unless you're going to really pay up. And the rest, the rest of their defence are 30 plus, and he's the one young one who could stay for ages. Just doesn't pass a sniff test. I mean, I don't know. I think Mendy just sounds so much more uh, practically, so much more doable. He's 22. Uh, it just feels feels so much more likely to me. Yeah, and Juve are just what potentially the hardest club to negotiate with and deal with um, in terms of transfers. I mean, they're. One, the way they scout players is unbelievable, but two, trying to trying to deal with them and s- strike some sort of a, an agreement, I think, would just be very difficult, whether it's Benucci or or Sandro. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only thing about um, you know talking about three Monaco players, uh, if it turns into three, uh, and maybe we don't get Fabinho, but um, is actually there's a limit to how much money they need. So you can see them saying, yeah. right, well, well, we'll have to shift two players this summer for 100 million euros or, you know, or plus. But actually, do they need to shift three? And if you take three out of the team, is that really, that feels like quite a big hit to their, to their prospects for next season. So, you know, I don't know. I just wonder whether three, out, three very big players out of one team is, is possibly not, not practical. Fabinho's got that agreement to leave, though, hasn't he? Um, with the with the president that he'll be allowed to move this summer. So, don't know. I think there's every chance you could see him at United potentially. Have you heard anything on Fabinho, Sam? No, I haven't. It's just um, is it G- Gerard Martino, um, the the Catalan reporter, who yeah. seems to be very very well very well connected. He's he seems certain that that it's happening. So, um, I I don't know anything. To the contrary, uh, and I, but unfortunately, I don't know anything to back it up either. Um, How happening it, for City or United? No, for for City. Oh. Um, it, it makes a lot of sense. This was this was last Friday. He he tweeted it. Um, yeah, he did. It would make a lot of sense because, again, I've said this before, but he can play defensive midfield and he can also play right back if needed. So you've got somebody there who can fill in wherever needed, and that's exactly the type of player that he needs this summer. But I don't know anything specific, unfortunately. Okay, cool. Um, and just just to kind of round it off, anything anything more on Walker? Because obviously, I think he sent people into well, he spent my Spurs supporting mates into a bit of a spin yesterday with that yeah. n- nine collage pre-prepared <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, Walker's not been done, but very close to being done for a while now. Uh, he obviously hadn't played in the last mm. few games of the season, hadn't he? Had he? And going back to the semi-final of the FA Cup, um, supposedly because he'd had his head turned by City and gone in and told him he wants to move. And that's the situation as I know it. Um, you're talking about de- uh, dealing with Juve. You've got to deal with Spurs to 
to negotiate a fee with them, but I think that's all it comes down to. I think I think Walker's got his mind made up for City, and then it's just going to come down for the City agreeing what to pay Spurs. Um, I've no idea how close this might be. It, it might be just as close as Silver. They might delay Silver and announce two of them at the same time, but I, I certainly expect Walker to happen at some point unless something goes dramatically wrong. I think that is obviously not as close as Silver by the looks of it, but I think it is. there's a very good chance of, of Walker happening. So you I, would... don't, I don't think you don't tweet what you don't Instagram that that thank you. I mean that, mm-hmm. it's, not that <laughs> it's not that cryptic, is it? I mean, no. And I, so I, I think everyone around the table is. I think Spurs are a seller. I think the manager P- Pochettino is a seller. Uh, I think City. I think everybody wants to do the deal. You, you can just tell. Yeah. Yeah. And just... that could be the one player Spurs let go this summer. Yeah. They exactly. could do that, and then that's fine. They've got 40-odd million or however much, I don't know, to, to reinvest in the squad. Everyone else is on contracts anyway. Yeah. Fine. And they think Trippier's better than Walker, apparently. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think, as, as far as I'm aware, I think that um, Walker shares an agent with Jaden Sancho as well. Um, so there'll be previous dealings with City, so I imagine if they need to get around the table, it won't be... The most difficult thing, and it's looked like, I mean, yeah, like like you said, Sam, he's not played. He didn't play in any of their Champions League away games, which must have obviously been a bit of a slap in the face. And then recently, didn't play against United, didn't play in the semi-final. So, you, nothing on Chelsea's interest. You don't think they could just snipe in and, and nick him, or if if you had to say, do you reckon? Well, like like I say, they could, but it's it. It sounds like Walker's just made his mind up. And he wants to join City, and that that's been the. That's been the suggestion for more than a month now. And, you know, he's a Sheffield lad, isn't he? I think, in fact, somebody messaged me yesterday. It's just a thing on Twitter. It's only, it's only come to me now. I don't know how much stock to put in it, but somebody just replied to me on Twitter and said his family in Sheffield have said he's moving back up north. So I think, yeah, I think I moved back up north and City could be the one. Cool. Right, well, um, exciting Friday um, yeah I think we should all um, head out and enjoy the sun a little bit but um, yeah no thank, thanks very much for that Sam on short notice really appreciate that no worries cheers lads enjoyed it nice and cheers. short exciting how, day just so you know Howard tweeted a few minutes ago that uh, four signings in the next 48 hours uh, and Silver announced at 6 o'clock oh Howard putting his neck on the line there well yeah. he says he's got a friend Including That's the it. keeper. Yeah. Bum neck. Things are moving very quickly, aren't they? He also says his friend is often wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got nothing to add. Well, the Emerson very, thing very is going exciting. to be weird. If Emerson doesn't... It is a bit weird, his sort of social media stuff. It is. And they have let, you know, they have let Willie go early. You know, but as 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 Sam says, I think you know the 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 weird the, the thing with that is that Benfica only owned fifty percent of his rights, and they want their thirty million euros for that, whether or not they manage to get his other rights. So it could mean City paying a huge fee for a goalkeeper. Which I mean, he looks really good, but I know Sam said this a few times. I'm just not sure that if we're going to be spending that kind of money that we'll that we'll spend it on a goalkeeper if he's if he's not a an already established top top goalkeeper. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Just uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Exciting, though. No, very exciting. Cool. Right. Well, I'll let you both go. Um, thanks again. And um, yeah, as always, if you like what we do, please, you know, just drop us a review, uh, subscribe, and uh, we'll we'll be with you soon. 
for a couple of season reviews. So uh, goodbye.